Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, the long summer is coming to a close. College football has begun and the NFL not far behind. The podmaster himself, Chris Broussard, joins me in the free hugs and candy van. Lots to talk about, including OnlyFans, his two kids at Notre Dame, and the likelihood of me getting my Twitter account back. Your 45-minute dose of no BS is locked and loaded, so buckle up, man. Let's go. Here we go. Monday, August 30th, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right to it. But before I do, I want to mention that my Twitter is still held hostage. No ransom demands have come to me yet. No Bitcoin requests. I don't know what this guy in Algeria is doing with it. And Twitter has been unhelpful so far when it comes to the email back and forth. Today, I plan to spend all day, if it takes, on the phone trying to get a hold of somebody at Twitter, so we'll see. But I do have the at ZabeCast account on Twitter, which is going to be my my hideaway for now, my getaway, my, my safe house while we try to work this out. And you should throw it a follow anyway, because it includes clips from this podcast, at ZabeCast. Also, you can find me on Instagram, at Zabe, but... Instagram is for posting pictures and videos and dog stuff and, you know, and that's great, by the way, but when I want to make a pithy point about something, like people were dying on Sunday night as Bryson DeChambeau choked repeatedly against Patrick Cantlay, who was the cooler, icier, more blood and guts player on a five-hole playoff at the BMW Championship. People wanted me to tweet. And I, I would have normally tweeted. I would have tweeted my brilliant idea that only I seem to like. Maybe a few people like it. And that is, on the PGA Tour, absent of majors, every second, starting with the second sudden death playoff hole, you get to remove one club from the other guy's bag. And you do it physically yourself. Gentlemanly, of course. You go over and you gently take it. You grab it, you pull it out, and you hand it gently to the uh, official. And the other guy gets to do it to you. <laughs> they would have been down a driver, a six iron, a wedge. Would have been glorious. It was still a great playoff, and now we head to East Lake for the Tour Championship, 
which uh, DeChambeau is still going to be, I think, in the lead to start. And I do like the playoffs. I do like the staggered start uh, for the final uh, tournament. And then we're on to the Ryder Cup. But anyway, I was out there at the BMW on Sunday, and I put a few videos up on Instagram. I just decided I was lucky enough to get a free parking pass in the money parking lot across from the actual golf course itself, the BMW owner's lot. Thank you, Ron Thomas, for getting me that uh, from one of his hookups. And thank you to Buddy Christensen for getting me tickets at the last minute. I just said, you know what? I'm never going to get a chance to walk around, watch guys up close, and really nerd it out like I will this weekend. This was it. This was the chance. Now, granted, Caves Valley is an hour and a half from where I live. It's not close. But I said, you know what? I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. I'm going to get there with the first groups. and I'm just going to follow whoever is going out early because there's some good guys going out early. And I got to see some good guys for the first couple of holes and whatnot. And I was there, as I call it, loser style, by myself, just following golf. I felt like a teenager again. I was like, okay, let's go. Walk, 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 walk. I ended up walking seven miles, 35 flights, some 14,800 steps, got my steps in, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. This kind of comes on the heels of when I was at Irish Fest in Milwaukee two Sundays ago, or was it last Sunday, actually? I think it was. The days fly by, but they seem a long time ago. Either way, I went to Irish Fest just because, you know, I had time to kill and nowhere to be, and I went by myself, and I quite enjoyed it. And I think I joked to somebody just offhand. I'm like, yeah, I went to it by myself, loser style. And as I thought about it, this is probably something I should do more of. Because, well, it's great to go to events with your wife or girlfriend or your buddies that are of mutual interest. There's a lot to be said for going to events by yourself. You don't have to coordinate with anybody. You don't have to go at their pace. You don't have to negotiate anything like, oh, let's go over here and see Phil. Nah, I don't want to see Phil. Okay, well, how about later on after we go over here, then we'll cut. Do you really want to do that? Oh, I'm tired. Uh, you know, let's go sit over here and have a beer. There's too much negotiating some neg- negotiation sometimes. Uh, and when you're just there by yourself, you do exactly what you want. And you walk everywhere you want. And I, I walked that whole damn layout from front to back, start to finish, all 18 holes. Whew, I'm tired. Came home, took a monster-ass nap, woke up. Caught the final five holes of regulation, then the extra holes between DeChambeau and Cantley, and it was a good day. So here's the question for you out there. Do you go to things, hashtag loser style, and how do you like it? Do you enjoy it? Is it a rare treat to do that? Do you do it more often than not? What's your strategy going to events, hashtag loser style? And is it really loser style, or is it maybe the way to go sometimes? Because, like I said, I had two tickets, actually, and had I tried to rope in a buddy, I would have called my guy One Account Roads. I would have called Hatch, and they might have said, yeah, no, I, th- I think I can go. What time, though? Yeah, okay, I got to be around till 8. Maybe you could pick me up. Where are we going to meet? Okay, how long do you want to stay? And before you know it, you're all in the weeds. And then even if you get a tentative yes, you're texting back and forth. Do you think you can do it? And on... And on. This was a boom, I got the tickets, bang, I'm going to go, and I don't have to worry about anybody else. And it was fun. It was fun. 
Caves Valley is a sweet club. It's a sweet place. The layout, ah. Somebody told me it's a Tom Fazio design, and I can't believe it because I'm usually a big Fazio fan. The shape of the bunkers out there, I I don't know. I don't quite get it, but I've been lucky enough to have several members take me out there. They're very gracious. It's an elite, top-flight, unbelievable place to be. It's just I kind of wish I could get my hands on a few holes and go, let's move this over here. Let me reshape that bunker there. Oh, suddenly you're a golf course architect now. Is that it? Well, I've played a little bit of golf, so there's that. By the way, the one thing that was amazing out there is the infrastructure they build for these big events. I mean, massive, double-tiered skyboxes, massive grandstands, air-conditioned club suites, etc. The BMW Owner's Pavilion, where you have to be a BMW, BMW owner. I think you have to bring your key fob to prove that you are an owner or borrow your friends. And there was a few grandstands available for the unwashed masses, but not a ton. And it got me to thinking about when I used to go to golf tournaments back in the day in the 80s, like the regular Kemper Open when it was at Congressional. And if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember... Any grandstands, or maybe a small grandstand or two, maybe one at number one, maybe one at 18. That's about it. Otherwise, you had to just find high terrain and crane your neck. The first tournament I went to in 86, they were actually selling the cardboard periscopes. Now, there's one for you kids to Google search. Once upon a time, Somebody invented a cardboard periscope to be used at golf tournaments. You can find it in old photos. It was a cardboard box about the length of a, about two feet long, maybe had two mirrors in it. You looked in the bottom and it bounced your sight line up to the top mirror and then out. And you could then see over the heads of other people. But then there was other people with the same periscopes in front of you. Nowadays, it's just so much different. So, I went to go sit in one of the grandstands, and of course I didn't have the uh, you know special pass. And I saw who was permitted into the grandstand, and it was these companies. It was about 30 different companies that had access to the grandstand. And I'm like, aha, there it is. Because the, these grandstands took months to build out. When I played there in June, they were already halfway through building out all the infrastructure, they're going to spend months taking it down. Takes tons of money, manpower, and time. But it's paid for with the corporate dollars. Corporations will pay a premium to give their clients and employees and everyone else something special at a golf tournament. Something more than just, hey, congratulations, you get to romp around in 90-degree summer heat and crane your neck and maybe see Rory McIlroy. Different day and age. And as the saying goes, we have major corporations sponsoring this event. The NFL preseason is winding down as we speak. The last of the games taking place of week three of the preseason right now on a Sunday night. The two teams of my interest basically didn't even show up for the games. Green Bay and Washington. 
Ron Rivera deciding pretty much at the last minute I'm not starting anyone of note against the Ravens. They look like total ass. And some scrub quarterback uh, for the Ravens, I've already forgotten his name, had five touchdowns. That said, the Ravens lost running back J.K. Dobbins to an ACL. He's done for the year. Stupid. Stupid. Well, it could have happened any time, as Jordy Nelson said to us last week over at the, uh, last Monday, I should say, at the uh, Hall of Fame Classic in Wisconsin. Yeah, it could have. But every game you play is just extra risk and extra exposure. I just would not do it. Uh, we're heading towards probably two preseason games in the near future. One will be for the prospects and the guys trying to make the team. The other one will be a half dress rehearsal, and that will probably be it. We'll get to 18 games in the regular season, which is a much more even Steven number. I hate the 17. I don't really like 18, but I'll come to accept it. That's where this is heading. And then they can push the NFL, the Super Bowl, all the way to President's Day weekend in the middle of February, which is where they want it to be. They just want to keep expanding and expanding and gobbling up more space at every turn. There is a trade rumor involving Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. Several people have reported it being basically done. It's not done as of this time on Sunday night. Watson has not been practicing with the team. He still remains in a bit of limbo. He is technically eligible to play if the Texans wanted to. It doesn't look like they're going to roll him out. They may end up trading him for a lot less than what they are originally asking in this final week before we get set for the regular season. We shall see. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need 
indeed. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get to my conversation with Chris Broussard, my webmaster, marketing guru, as well as my podcast genius. I did something dumb. I invited him to my club to play golf on a Saturday afternoon, not even checking to see what was going on at the club, and I found out the course was closed due to the Senior Men's Championship, which was running all day. But I bought him lunch, we chipped and putted, and then I dragged him into the free hugs and candy van for the following conversation. They go off after a while. Anyway, we are in the Mobile Strike Studio right now, outside of the putting green at Loudon Golf and Country Club, my home club. Yes, I'm a member here. You committed. How come you're not on the gin list? You're not posting your scores, you sandbagger. I'm getting around to it. Everyone settle down. So Chris Broussard, webmaster of the Stars marketing guru and a man of many talents, the man who is going to be my SEAL Team 6 for the lost Twitter account known as at Zabe. <laughs> He's already fired in an inquiry to Twitter headquarters while we're waiting to have lunch. Yes. So this is kind of embarrassing. I invite you over, CB, to play golf at my fine club, not even thinking, like, could there be an issue on a Saturday afternoon? I figured 4 o'clock, the course would be pretty light at that point. We'll breeze around. I get here, and I find out, whoops, some senior club, senior open, and it's the course is packed until 6. Yeah. So we had this nice lunch. It was a good lunch. We were ready to play, and then we were shut down. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so we putted. <laughs> uh, I hope you I enjoyed your I, wonderful day with me out of my club. I didn't miss a fairway. I didn't miss a. <laughs> I didn't miss a putt. We didn't get rained on either because it looks like it's yeah. about to start coming down, which is really unusual for the month of August here. And oh wait, what's that? Never oh, happens. Oh, I'm just getting word from the control room. It happens all the time. Every day. Worst weather. Ever. Anyway, we got stuff to talk about today, which is great. Let's start with this van. You know, I've been itching to sell it. To move on to 2.0. And to get the 2.0, which would be a Chevy Express or a GMC Savannah built by the Explorer Van Company out of Warsaw, Indiana. They're the longest running van builder in America. They've been converting vans since 76. And they make a really solid product. They kind of make one size fits all. They've got their template. They're not customizers, mind you. But they take the the platform. Well, they take a couple platforms. But the one I wanted, I want a V8. Like, having taken this mobile strike for extended distances, both to Kentucky on the bourbon trip and then to Wisconsin, this V6, high, boxy, lightweight, on the road, it's just... Mm, Especially when you got a Hemi at home. Exactly. It's yeah, not. Once you've got a Hemi, you're not going once back. Once you've got a Hemi, it's hard to go back, you know? So I've been itching to get into that. I almost pulled the trigger on moving out of it back in May, but then they said, whoop, can't deliver right now. Temporary shutdown of the factory because of a chip shortage. August 1st, they hope to start Reopen. up again. So I get an email from my guy, Brian Murphy, July 15th. He's like, all right. Should we get your spec styled in? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then two days before August 1st, yeah, GM's not going to produce any cars until September 1st at the uh, earliest. Uh, well, I could send my boys down there. In Warsaw, Indiana? Because your boys are at Notre Dame. We'll get to them in a second. So I, even if they were to start 
building GM and delivering, it's at least two weeks to build a car. How long does it take for them to build a car? Oh, I think it's only a couple of days. A couple of days. Okay. Most, that max. All right. So even, the- if they, even if they started up right away and they delivered to the Explorer Van Company on, say, September 15th, they the Explorer Van turns vans around in two weeks because they've got it down to a science. They're ba-doom, ba-ding, ba-ding. So they have the... They got the material. They, they the got materials. They've got the because they don't have, they don't have chips. They've got wiring. They've got leather. They got fabricators. They got the people that do the insides. They got the welders to put the top on it and all that stuff. They don't need the chips. They can turn it around. They just don't have the actual vans. Vans. So I'm thinking. And by the way, you can't find an expansion ex, uh, expansion van, a conversion van, right now to save your life. And I'm thinking, I should sell this. Now, sell it high, and then just go without for a couple months, maybe into early 2022 when things loosen up. Then get Mobile mm-hmm. Strike Studio too. Sell high, buy low. Then I start thinking, man, look at this place. This is really nice, isn't it? This is still a nice place to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. I just need to get back into the habit of doing it. Yeah. I need to just refocus and say, let's fucking do more podcasts in here. So I'm stuck. What do I do? Buy, sell, The keep. other option is to just do it from the Rustero Ram 1500 front the problem seat, is, which would be awkward. Yeah, it's side-by-side sitting like, so, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Great, yeah. How about those uh, Packers? Oh, they're good. Right. Yeah, okay. What do you say? Yeah. Or you sit in the back seat, and that's even weirder. People are universally, when they come into this van, impressed. Yeah. Because no I, one's I, ever seen something like this. That's, that's true. It's got the... I've never seen. I didn't know like, you could do could, that. Right? Is this legal? How do you do this? Yeah. yeah, it is a comfortable, nice place to sit and do a podcast. I think this desk should be smaller. I am working on a smaller desk. I was also working on thinking in my head of a desk that has no TV on the front, just to save on technical, you know, hurdles, mm-hmm. and to have it be put my laptop and a mic on top, hide the board and the electronics underneath. And then on the front of it, have a really nice sort of metal-made logo of the Zabecast when I'm doing those, or Capital Golf Gang, or whatever, and I can swap those out. It just unhooks and puts something else right. there. And that unit I could then lift out easily, and I could go carry it somewhere on location. Because that makes the podcast real portable. I can go to a bar. I can go to someone's clubhouse. I can go to somebody's backyard. I can go to somebody's basement. Like I was thinking of, I should be doing basement podcasts from from people's cool, yes. X basement. Mr. X. Mr. X. Mr. X does not have a basement. He has a living room right off of the main door. Now, I would still like to do one there with X2, X3, Mm -hmm. and X4. So why do I need the van? To haul the... No. Yeah, you have to pick up. The podium would be small enough, and it could easily disassemble with just take the lid off of it and whatever. Go bring that in. What, and then the visual element that I could add of, hey, we were in so-and-so's basement, or we were in this back cigar room at some club, and you get to see it, you know? Well, yeah, and if you put the desk in, it's like uh, when Kramer bought the uh, set from, from Merv Griffin. Griffin show. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so part of me thinks I don't need any van. Not this van, not a new van, not no van. van. 
Wow. Now, the, the benefit to this is I could literally, if I'm on the road, broadcast my radio show live from this van. And it's a controlled setup. I don't have to worry about carrying it in, getting permission. Is it going to be loud? Where do you have some you know, power? Weather. Yeah, noise, right. This is, this is the promise of the Mobile room. Strike Studio. I think the answer is probably keep this van because it's already half paid for, right? Mm-hmm. And then still create a new podium that's detachable. And do a lot, do 50-50. Some van podcasts, some van broadcasts, and also go into people's houses, into people's basements. Yeah. Well, you don't need the desk to go into people's basements. No, it would be a smaller podium. Think about, think like a cafe table size. Oh. Put a laptop and a mic, and then it'd have kind of a bookshelf underneath, and I'd tuck this underneath. Like an elementary school desk. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Be nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, your boys went to Notre Dame. You installed your third child and your Second. younger son. Oh, that's right. You got two boys. I, I got two boys. Daughter. No, no okay. daughters. So your two boys, two boys are at both at Notre Dame. How yes. about that? Yes. Did you ever think? No. No. I mean, it's it's one of those weird experiences that you're sitting there thinking, wow, they both, they both made it. They both did it. Do you, you have know, any Notre Dame connections? I have none. The only connection I found out after was I had a great uncle that went for two semesters back in the must have been 30s and had to drop out because his parents both died. Of wow. Not sure what, but yeah. both passed away. He had to Age. go home and take. No, they were pretty young, but he had to go home and take care of his. He was only 19. Holy cow. Take care of his younger. He had five younger siblings. Are you guys strong Catholics? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that helps. That helps, yeah. And your boys were very good students. That helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they, know, they liked... say they get your intelligence from the mother. Oh, there you go. Yes. Way to go. And uh, it doesn't hurt that they love sports. They both played yeah. ice hockey. Both played ice hockey, but they're both sports fanatics. I mean, they just they love sports. That's yeah. The, that's the bonding. So that's that's the the power of it. And they're both majoring in two completely different things. One's, one's majoring in computer science. The other one's in architecture. So... I'm an architect, Jerry. Architect. I asked him, when did they take you aside and ask you, do you go with the, the, you know, the wire, you know, the wooden wire uh, round glasses, or do you go with the black turtleneck? Like, when do you have oh. to decide that track? Because those are the two those architect are the two, yeah, the prototype. jacket okay. with the, you know, so. That's great. That's great. And, uh, and how was the experience last year for your older one during COVID? How was Notre Dame? They were fairly ahead of the game. I thought they were it, fairly sensible for most universities. He, he, it, Father Jenkins it sucked. But, it sucked, but it sucked less than other places because yes. Father Jenkins committed early. He's like, "Look, we're gonna have fucking school." He didn't say fucking. We're gonna have school, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Father. <laughs> swearing, but he he yeah. was pretty firm when everyone's like, "Oh, he was we the first one out of the gate." Can't have on campus. He was the first one out of the gate and said, "We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it well." And you know, it was a rough year. I mean, the, he. He was exhausted by the end of the first semester because they went from August 10th to Thanksgiving, no days off. And just, you know, you were really just restricted in terms of what you could do. But you were there right. and as opposed to sitting in at your home, parents' basement or in some cases. At the, yeah, or in some cases. And, and, and the classes were in person. Or in some cases in the dorms. On but, Zoom. Yeah, which is to me... It's an outrage that so many parents actually accepted that last year yeah. and said, we'll do this. Um, well, you know, the- people ask about how my daughter Megan's first year was, and I say point blank without hesitation, it sucked. Yeah. 
what? What do you mean? I go, it sucked for everybody. Yeah. I'm like, it was essentially school prison. Yeah. It was school camp. It was all of the rigors of college. None of the fun. Right. None. Yeah. So Notre Dame was probably more of like the low, low security country club prison. Because <laughs> they still. Club they, fed. Yeah. I mean, they, they still let all the students go to the football games. Um, yeah, I remember the super spreader event after you guys stormed the field after that one big victory. Right, and then cases oh, wait. went down. Oh, that, yeah, cases went down, <laughs> and then the media didn't say dick all about it afterwards. No. You're like, okay, well, let's move along. Move on. Here. There's nothing to say right. here. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, they, it, was, it was a suck minus year, but it was better than no year last year. So Well, hopefully this year, this year will be better. They're, they're, they're all back. Um, football games, Father Jenkins, full crowds. No restrictions. Nice. Um, it's outdoors. You know, it's they're they're asking for people, visitors to, and actually everyone to mask in indoor public spaces. Mm. So areas that they're asking, or are they mandating? It yeah. is a strong, yeah. man, you know, strong ask. Did you see but, the recent CDC report of a symptomatic teacher, elementary school teacher, who went into class for two days? took her mask off to read to her kids, and half of the class tested positive. Granted, they're all fine. Yeah, po- tested positive. They're all fine. They, they all, they, half the class tested positive. All the kids were wearing masks. And the CDC's conclusion is, well, we need to mask harder. No. Sick teachers need to stay the fuck home. Like, that's the main takeaway I took. Like, yeah. She was symptomatic and came in. What? Now, the teacher was unvaccinated, so that's part of the big deal. But she could have been vaccinated and also asymptomatic and could have spread it. Yeah. The masking stuff, I don't know. It's just, you know, so, so Notre Dame is going to ask for masking in public places well, and for visitors. Well, in visitor, like public spaces like the, the bookstore and places on campus. So typical day, they have about 20,000 people on campus on a football Saturday they will have 120,000. Oh, yeah. Stadium only seats 85, so what those other right. 20,000 people are doing is, you know, they're just there for the tailgating experience. So, But what about everywhere else in society where people gather? Yeah. It's not like people are only going to gather on campus. The virus is everywhere, and right. people gather places. Yeah. Churches, concerts now, restaurants. Oh, but we put our masks on to go to the table. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, and, and, and supermarkets, I mean, you, you can't keep it off campus. But I understand these universities, they don't want to be seen as doing nothing. They don't want to be seen as, look, they don't work, and there's nothing we can do. That message would send 30% of the helicopter parents in America bonkers. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Yeah. Whereas the masks could just as well be shark repellent <laughs> look we have any shark attacks they must be working so anyway yeah. um i want to talk only fans not that you and i are on it but it's a fascinating story only fans has reversed course and they are now going to stick with their bread and butter good old-fashioned pornography sexual content well, this after they said, well, we can't do it because the banks are not clearing our transactions and we're having trouble finding venture capital money to do so. They've gone back on this. Yeah. Will it work? You know a little bit as about the financial the, game. Yeah. So the, the issue you have, any online site that you're running, 
you've got to get a credit card processor. So yes. there's there's a bunch of different ones out there. There's Stripe. There's there's all these other credit online credit card processors. And you have to fill off the application and say, what business are you in? And I actually had one business I had set up a website years ago. It was a it was for, for a financial research site. And they, blocked, they denied us the application because they said, you're giving financial advice huh. online. And we weren't. It was just... So these processing companies, they're careful because they don't want to be complicit in a fraudulent scheme that then milks credit cards for a lot of money. Yeah, because they're they're, they're essentially left holding the bag. Bag. Yeah, it's unsecured credit. The way way it happens is is the the credit card gets swiped or, in that case, processed. It goes into a three-day holding account, so it doesn't automatically go into... You know the, the subscribers to the Zabecast. We don't we don't get that money for sure. several days after it gets credit card processed and then Red Circle and all that. But so that's that they must have been in the issue where they're a the dollars were getting really really big, <laughs> and then there's the question of are you participating in child pornography? Right. What child what pornography? Are you doing human trafficking? trafficking yeah. All that bad shit. And there's no way OnlyFans knew for sure. Yeah. Every model really was 18. Right. Or that there weren't girls doing stuff against their will. Right. So it, my guess is is it got a situation where, because the way those things work is you pay a percentage of the transaction and you you pay a swipe fee. Who's you? The, the merchant. So in other words, so, Susie does rolling pins. Right. Ink. So for every <laughs> she's the merchant every subscription, so if she's charging twenty bucks a month, right. that's her that's her charge. Right. What pull gets pulled out of that is obviously the OnlyFans fee. But then when OnlyFans say it's Stripe or one of the other um, transactions, there they're paying two and a half percent, three and a half percent goes to the credit card processor plus a swipe fee. So that and that swipe fee changes, and I'll, and I'll get into that. But it could be per transaction. 75 cents hmm. then a percentage of the transaction the the level of that swipe fee sometimes comes down to well how are you verifying that transaction if it's in person you might pay a lower swipe fee because at that point there's a physical confirmation oh. that this credit card isn't stolen got it versus an online transaction you'll pay more so i you know i don't know what the back and forth with only fans were maybe their credit card processor was saying that's it we're out or yeah, you're, we're going to start charging a higher processing fee and a higher oh. swipe fee to the point where they kind of said, well, yeah, it's going to be hard for us to digest that. So why don't we tamp down on the content and then we'll make more money, except for the fact that I think what they didn't realize is, well. <laughs> so much of the content, like the content they were going to pivot into is already readily available. Non-actual right. sexual content. Right. So you, you come back and you say, well, well, the merchants, even if they, I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't have my OnlyFans account up right now, so yes. I don't know what the you actual trends. I can't verify. Here, let me call but, mine. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it, it always comes back to you know one of my favorite sayings, which is like, "Well, I'd rather have ninety percent of a million dollars than zero than one hundred percent of zero. I know it's exactly right. So what I don't get is that there's a lot of legitimate porn on the internet that does get approved for the transaction fees. Why is OnlyFans different? I think in that situation is because it, it, it essentially became the democratized self-merchanting. So it's you know? so user-controlled, there's no way to vet. Whereas at least the big porn companies 
have some physical office and some records on file saying so-and-so is at least 18 years old. Right, and the process of that video getting uploaded is going through, Their in theory, some... Vivid video or something else like that. Yeah, whereas OnlyFans yeah. became a... You know, it's, it's you know what OnlyFans is? It's like Uber for porn. Yeah. Uber is, if you got a car and your phone, you can drive for us. We'll handle all the rest, yeah. and we'll get you your money. It's like Airbnb. You got a place, a apartment, a condo, a house you want to rent? There's Pool B&B now. Have you seen that? I've heard of that. You can actually just rent someone's pool for the day. Yes. You don't I, get the house. You just get the pool. I think, uh, you know, basically OnlyFans is Poontang B&B. <laughs> if you want to rent that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's, and it's nasty stuff. I mean, look, I, I, I don't want my daughters anywhere near that stuff, and I think most parents don't either, but... As Jay said on Friday on the show, he goes, Larry, Flint's want, Larry Flint yeah. was said it best. There's a $5 billion porn industry. It's not one guy ordering $5 billion worth of it. So, yeah. anyway, we'll see what happens to them. Uh, meanwhile, what else we're going to talk about today? Holly Saunders. You had a friend who happened to meet yeah. Holly Saunders randomly. Didn't know who she was either. In L.A. Yeah. Where did he run into her? He was, he was out there... Um, for in extended LA. stay, L.A., he, I think he, he rented a condo on Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, was there for work. It was a higher-end place. And, and he was walking through the lobby with his girlfriend and saw what he thought, quite honestly, was a porn star. And he's just the kind of guy that says hello to anybody. And he said, hey, how are you? And she's like, good, how are you? And they started bantering it up. Bantering it up. He said, well, we're going upstairs for a drink. You want to come? And she was like, sure. <laughs> So he had no idea who she was. That's at that funny. Point. And then even afterwards, you know, I, I talked to him. He's like, oh, you've got to check out this Instagram cat. Look up Holly Saw. Sa- I'm like, Saunders? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I can solve that puzzle right now, <laughs> in Alex. Two beats. I could, I could pick that song in two, two beats. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's funny because he, he's like, he said she clearly is is addicted to uh plastic, plastic surgery. surgery but he said she's stunning quite, I, he didn't use the word stunning it's, it's no. like one of those things you can't quite take your eyes off of her because you're just there's a beauty there but it's he says it's, it's sort of it's overbuilt yeah but then i sent him he had again he's not a golfer uh had no idea who she is i sent him a picture of her in 20 it was actually i think it was 2018 2017. I said, yeah. here she is. Look how stunning she was. And, and he, he showed it to his girlfriend, and he was, like, he was blown away. She's like, oh, my God. She ruined it. I know. Destroyed it. She, uh, I said I, she was, like, very, like, clearly very bright. Well, here's the thing. I thought she was dumb when she basically wrecked her Fox Sports job doing the U.S. Open, some other golf tournament. She was going to be Miss Sideline Reporter, and I thought – Oh, honey, you're you're pretty much done now. But she had a bigger plan in mind, and I'm sure she's making well over a million dollars, maybe more. How old doing is she? all thirty-one, thirties, thirty something she's like that. Older than that. I mean, maybe she's, she's not close at- to forty. But I'm telling you, it's not just plastic surgery. She does something to work out and keep in shape. Oh yeah, I mean, it's you can get the boobs, you can get the tucks and the yeah. collagen, but like you see her videos, you're like. Either she's eating rice cakes once a week for for eating, or I don't she's know. working her ass if off in the gym. Paid you a million dollars to work out every day, would you? Maybe. How about every other day for five hundred thousand? 
<laughs> I'd want to talk you down. No, she she yeah. realized there was something we had there. And what's funny about Holly Saunders is, and I'm not saying I follow her religiously, but I seldom see her pick up a golf club anymore. Could she swing one? <laughs> yes, she's swinging around those beautiful. <laughs> I big think old it would. I think she would have quite a hook. <laughs> I think she'd work around it. But here's the thing: I almost think she realizes golf is a buzzkill for her demographic. They don't want to see her playing golf. That's not it. And I look at a comparable type person, an influencer in Paige Spiranak, yeah, who I think is one click off of stunning compared to Holly Saunders, less artificial, mm-hmm. a little bit more girl next door, but with a Ferrari body and a pretty good golf swing. Right. And Kate Kearney. Yeah. Have seen her? I have seen. And I, 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 I kind of look at uh, Spiranak and the endorsement she gets, and I think, God, she's really just grinding yeah. for what she's making. And I, I'm sure Ooh. she's making a good enough living, but I don't think she's killing it, is my point. I mean, did... Holly saw, I mean, the time, I mean, it's, it's less than a little bit, but does she look at it and say, what's the long game here? How many 45-year-old hostesses, I mean, no, she probably, do they have? And well, that's, she looked at it yeah. and said, I can be replaced in right. five minutes. No, she made the absolute right yeah. move, and she has thrown herself into it with no, I mean, full throttle. Well, she owns her audience now. I mean, yes. that's, she owns her brand. She owns her audience. It's the same thing you and I talked about when I first Met you speaking seven of owning years things, ago or whatever. Thank you. <laughs> and it's been a great your, relationship. Own since. your audience. So own speaking your... of owning our audience, <laughs> what are we going to do tar. about what are we going to do about at save? What are your what's your gut feeling now? We at least have a case number. So we have a case good. number, but you know these things can be cold cases. You know they can linger for years. Yeah. What is your optimism index? Your POF index of me getting back control of at Zabe? I think it's 50, 50 that you get control back. I think the question is, is how will there long be any... does it take to get, what will, will be left? Is it the equivalent of having your car stolen and they say, it's totaled. great news, we found your car. Bad news, Fuck. it's totaled. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't it is you, totaled. shouldn't I mean, there be a button that can reset to the day before, almost like time machine? Shouldn't there be save I, points I think so. along the way? For any account over a certain amount of followers, I mean, fifty thousand is not a ton, but it's, it's not, not the jump change. It's top. It's top five percent. You think so? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of people over five thousand. Okay, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of blue check marks at five, six thousand followers. If we don't get it back, what's our strategy to promote at Zabecast and have me tweet from that and just say that over and over on the Zabecast, say that on the air over and over, use my Instagram to remind people, hey, I'm now at Zabecast on Twitter. And what do you think we could get up to? My guess is 20,000 Yeah, with a lot of huffing and puffing. Yeah, we're 2,500 2, right now. I mean, we, <laughs> Why we don't set we... it up as a distribution for every time the pod. You, you can go there onto Twitter and see the podcast. And it at Zabecast. At yes. Zabecast. Um, on Twitter and links you right. It gets posted every day, so it's there. Um, you it's know. just amazing. Do we need Twitter? I guess we do. I asked you, should we be on Facebook? And you said, nah. Yeah. Hate book. I, you know, there's, there's, the, there's that Zapecast group. They're all, you know, shout out to them. They're very engaged. They're very. I know. They're sick bastards what in about, many ways. What but. about the Reddit psychos? Should I be jumping into the Reddit pool and doing an AMA on Reddit once a week? 
Should I participate? Right. Uh, you know, uh, how do we leverage that? What about Instagram? Am I too old to have, ever have any Instagram game per se? Probably. Don't answer that. My guess is yes. <laughs> um, what else? Twitch. Twitch. Should we build a YouTube channel? I asked you, should I be videotaping every second of every Zabecast and putting that up to a YouTube channel? You said yes. If you're sitting here, I mean, the stuff that people watch, it's kind of like you're, we're here filming it. Why not just post it? Like, what's the... There's the answer no, is because it takes editing takes time. time. Well, why do you edit? Just post. Well, there's... Because I have to take two <laughs> I have camera standards. angles. Well, I have standards. Well, I right I have standards. I have two camera angles in this fan. And there's going to be parts I want to snip and everything else. Yeah. I don't mind doing it. If I commit to it, I'll do it. What about you? Then we would have a base of podcasts that we could then insert other video content to. But then the whole YouTube mon- live. Then we could do YouTube live. live. Then the then whole no mon- editing because it's already out there. You've right. already right. The whole monetization though of YouTube is another tricky to navigate situation that involves a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And they change the rules on you like that. Right. And they change the algorithms like that. Yeah. And the goal is reach and engagement. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got the new Yappa app. Let's talk about that to close today. The Yappa app is what? It is a a video commenting tool. Um, I, I met with the CEO. You download it to your phone. No, you don't actually have to download. Well... You can log in. It's if you go onto zabe.com and just put it up. There's nothing on there right now. I don't know. We're going to give a prize maybe to the first person that posts a comment. Possibly one of those coins. Go to zabe.com. Then what? At the bottom of one of the posts. So if you go to last uh, Thursdays or this is Monday, click through to the post, which is really just a player of the podcast because I don't write anymore for the site. At the bottom of it, after you click through, there is a Yappa applet. Yeah. That sits on the website. You don't have to download anything. Right. You don't have to create an account. You do have to create an account. It is okay. not anonymous. Okay. So and, you, the- and you post a video feedback message. 15 to 30 second comment. So the, 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 com- the, the idea that I had as I was talking to the CEO about it, and he said, you think you could use this? I said, I think this would be a very interesting engagement technique saying, hey, go on as a listener and post your FTG of the week. Or post your bad beat, or post the video of, of you and know, then we whatever. then I select the five best because they're all not going to make the cut, mm-hmm. and half of them will be fu zabes, and I'm not going to post my own ftgs. Yeah. <laughs> so we pick the five best, and they get a little bit of viral fame. Hey, I made zabes ftg on Yappa yeah. this week, and if there's a video element of the podcast, it then is part of. The YouTube right. channel, and people can then show their friends. Look at this. I really got this guy on Zabe's Fuck That Guy. Right. right. Okay. Let's try it. Let's see how many people will actually try it on the next post. Mm-hmm. Over under four. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> like, a good number. Yeah. You're really debating. You're like, <laughs> I think you nailed it right it to on. five, or could we, could we move it back to three? I think, I think four is definitely the perfect all right. Over under. It's about to rain. What did you shoot today since we didn't play? I shot 81. I Could was, have been a 75. I lipped out at an at a 84. All right. Perfect. Yeah, it was great. And my shirt's barely wet. <laughs> All right. See you next time. All right. All right. Let's end on this. First of all, an email. You can always reach me at zabe at yahoo.com. Jay Statham writes to say, Steed, sorry to hear about your Twitter problems. 
but you know I'll sell you at Zabe's Mower for the right price. P.S. It'll be less than the cost of a new camera. LOL. Good luck getting the account back. P.S. Murray sucks. Uh, Jeff. Why did I say Jay Statham? Well, I guess that's what his email said to me. I cut and pasted it. If you're going to go with different names for your email and that, whatever. Thank you, Jeff, Mr. At Zabe's Mower. He created a, a Twitter account purposely to taunt me as I was trying to sell my second industrial-sized mower that I bought at one point for my property. And it it burned my ass. I was like, you dick. Well, I did sell it eventually to a landscaping company, and I didn't, and I got out of the deal without too much damage when it was all said and done. Then there's this. Apparently a couple who had a couple of guests at their wedding stiffed them, decided they would send out an invoice for $125 per guest or $250 per couple, saying yeah, we paid for you to come and you didn't come. Therefore, you need to pay us. Talk about breaking all of the etiquette rules when it comes to weddings. That's a good way to cement the fact that these people who are once close enough to you and meant enough to you that you invited them and they said, sure, we'll come, are now no longer your friend. In any way, shape, or form. Drums, please. That is a wrap for today. Thank you very much for downloading and listening and being part of the loyal ZabeCast audience that continues to grow. If you'd like to subscribe to five days a week, it's a mere $5 a month, which if you buy it a year at a time, it's even less because you get 12 months for the price of 11. Thank you very much for all those that do subscribe. We start Football Fridays next week. Maybe not five ways. We're just going to call it Football Fridays. Picks, games, analysis, you are looking live, and a whole lot more because football season is coming and it's going to be glorious. Go to zabe.com slash premium and find out how you can subscribe today. Spread the word. Have a great Monday. Wish me luck with Twitter, and I will see you next time. Put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, and when you win, get paid.